Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the junkyard, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in arts and entertainment. I'm Imani. I'm Zach. And here, here we go. All right. So it is a cloudy San Diego day today. How are you feeling, Zach? Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I was driving over here. And started to sprinkle, mm-hmm. and I cannot hide the smile on my face. <laughs> Cloudy, overcast weather just makes me feel the best. I, I don't know. It, it, it's very neutral to me, mm-hmm. and feeling neutral feels good. I don't want to be hot. I don't want to be cold. Mm. I like to be neutral, more on the chilly side. But mm. just, mm. yeah, so when the clouds are in the sky and it's just dripping on the windshield, I was like, ooh, it's going to be good. Beautiful day. Yeah, yeah I love it. I, 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 I feel the same way, too. Sometimes I can't have the smile on my face when I see like, you know, a couple of raindrops. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Only if I'm just right, though. If I'm out <laughs> and it starts to rain or something and I'm like dressed in shorts and like fucking tennis shoes or yeah. something, I'm like, no, no. Anyway, aside from the small talk. Um, so I have a very interesting topic for us today. Lay it on me. All right. So Disney movies. Right, mm-hmm. already in itself a large <laughs> oh, topic. We already get sketched. Just, uh, already, already. I'm raising my eyebrows. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> his eyebrows all the way, like touching his very. Right, this now. could go either way. It, it's, it's going a way you've never thought about it before. Maybe. Okay. I don't think so because I'd never thought about it this way. Break it down. Okay. So you know, representation. In mm. Disney movies. Yes. <laughs> all, all, already. <laughs> Just every, with everything I say. Mm. <laughs> it's a choir and a preacher out of this motherfucker. Preach on. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously there wasn't a ton of it, right? But we're getting more and more over time. We're see- seeping little bits in. Mm-hmm. But I read this article recently about how representation in Disney films, when, when there's a, a, a person of color in a Disney film, they're often transformed and spend a majority of the movie transformed, not in their human oh, representational form. Oh, you talking about Princess and the Frog right now. Not just Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Talking about Brother Bear. Yep. Talking about Soul. Yep. Talking about Spy, uh, what is it? Spy in Disguise or whatever it is. What's that movie? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, Spy, Spy in Disguise. Uh, what is it? Soul was good, though. Soul was a good movie? I haven't seen it yet. And, and this doesn't mean that they're bad movies. Of course. But yeah, this yeah. is just saying... Um, it's something important to notice. Something to notice that I had never even noticed. Yeah, I got the whole thing right here. So yeah. Uh, Who wrote this article? Uh, Andrew Tejada. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, on tour.com, racial issues topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I read the entire thing. I'm not going to read the entire thing, obviously, but he, he's, he is a 20-year-old black Puerto Rican reporter. Okay, so good for him, young man. I was like, all right, this guy's pretty pretty legit. And I was reading stuff. A lot of it's very highly opinionated. How could you not be? But but right. also, but the 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 point that I that I mainly focused on was the um the facts in terms of the time that people spent um that people spent transformed. So in the movie Spies in Disguise is what it was. I think I did say that. Um, so. The princess and the frog, uh, an eerie echo of the princess and the frog. Smith's character in Spies in Disguise turns into a pigeon at around the 30 minute mark. All right. And it takes him 43 minutes wow. to turn back into a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that left a, as he said, generous 45 minutes of screen time while he is an actual black man. Oh, Coco. Um, uh-huh. He turns into a skeleton 28 minutes in. Now, I don't know so much about that one because, yeah, he's a skeleton, but the entire movie is about Dios de los Muertos. So it's like yeah, it, the entire thing I, is like a representation. I don't, yeah, and for me, that one makes sense because um, of the context. Exactly. That he, that the whole thing's about Dios. And the whole thing is like you need to hurry up or you're going to die as well. You're mm-hmm. going to be forgotten. Yeah. So for me, there's a race against the clock. I, I, Coco is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And, and, and same thing with the, Soul too. There's a bit of like I need to hurry up and get back in my body. Oh really? Yeah. I think it's for all of them though. Except yeah, that's yeah. for all of them. Yeah. But the point is like, yeah, there is always like, yeah, story doesn't exist without like that kind of tension. I mean, right, yes, a, right. a story can exist, but you have like, to have the Disney, yeah, like like the the very structural Disney movies exist with that structure. Mm-hmm. So in movies like um, Cinderella, you know what I mean? Or or she's uh, a woman the whole time. She's a woman the whole time. There's still that. Huge race against the clock, but mm-hmm. it ain't, you know. It's very true. You're going to be a monkey or, or less. Okay, so let me get to Brother Bear. We talked about Brother Bear. Um, so 
uh, he's an Inuit boy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he turns into a bear at the 16 minute mark. And after wandering around for 53 minutes as a bear, right, he chooses to become a bear permanently. So he never turns back. 16 minutes. Oh, shit. And that's it. I don't remember that. Damn, it's been a minute since I've seen that movie then. I remember crying at that movie. It was sad. (laughs) I I haven't seen it, but I, I, um, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously, um, you know. Listeners, if you have anything to say about what this writer is saying about in, in terms of um, the changing, maybe on your opinion on maybe why the change, like how Zach said, how he was um, validating Coco's changing, which I also validate um, or vouch for, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe you can vouch for any, any of these with, you know, your opinions. And what about I'd, Princess I'd, and I'd the Frog? Hearing. Yeah, so Princess and the Frog, um, I think that's up here, up top top a little more up to the top up to the top up around a 10 so a slimy kiss turns tiana into a frog around 30 minutes into the movie okay she is a frog for almost an hour before she fully turns back into a human again um and so when you consider that the movie it runs at 30 138 minutes she spends only like and that 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 that's including credits and all the side plots and all that Everything, stuff. right, She's not just movie. Exactly. We only really see her as like a human, like her, you know, as a human for probably probably half an hour. Four, yeah, 40-ish minutes. Yeah. So. And that was a big deal because I was like the first black princess and the only mm-hmm. black princess to date spent 90% of her story <laughs> as a frog. Right. So why do you want to bring this up? What? How, why so is this I brought important? this up. <laughs> why is it important? to you to you yeah yeah well i'd never thought about this before mm-hmm. it was uh just a total smack in the face because i mean i don't know what to think about it honestly is this a bad thing is this a good thing like is this something is it important you know what i mean like you just said because we just val- we just vouched for coco's trans transform transforming right but what does this mean like is that okay is that mm. is is it a racial thing mm. or is it just happened to be the stories that you know what I mean? That that we're given. You know what I mean? Let's face it, right? These stories that that were that we're given for representation are newer, more modern stories, because mm-hmm. that's just when we were given our space and mm-hmm. when we are, you know. So is this like the new is this just a new way of storytelling? Is this the stories that we have left now? You know, like, oh, we're we're just transforming or it's more fun, like we're just being very creative, like, oh, he turns into an actual soul now, you know what I mean? Like so we're, you know, doing lots of like different things. So is that just a sign of the times or is this like a racial thing like we don't want to show these colored people on screen like am, am i reading mm-hmm. am i reading too deep into it if i think that you know what i mean mm-hmm. what do you think well first off great um great article great thing to bring up i think this is a fantastic point i was i was thinking all week about what to bring and and i i just couldn't latch on anything and it must have been because you had this, <laughs> this really was like, juicy piece of yeah. uh thing to discuss so one, I think that, oh man, there's a couple different things. So the first thing that makes me want, I want to do is um, like go through the other, the white protagonist stories, mm. right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is just off the top. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is not a case study, but right, let's go um, Snow White, person the whole time. Yeah. Cinderella, person the whole time. But asleep. And Snow White, asleep. But asleep. She's asleep majority of the yeah a, a big part of that, um, but uh, and I wanted to diverge but I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, brave, human the whole time, right? But her mom turns into a bear. But her mom, right? But not her. But not her. Um, Frozen, and Frozen Two, they're both human the whole time. Human the entire time. Yes. Right. Uh, but then Mulan, human the whole time. Yes. Moana, human the whole time. Y- Yes, mm-hmm. as well. So, for me, I think we do need to look at these things deeply mm-hmm. because uh, nothing happens in a vacuum, mm-hmm. right? So, we're in the context of America, and I'm still listening to uh, How to Be an Anti-Racist, mm-hmm. and um, it's taken me so long just because part of it is a little triggering for me, and also um, it's a bit of a hard read, mm-hmm. um, a hard listen. Um, is it verbose? Is that what you mean by like? Is it like is like like a lot of like words like a lot of like vocabulary? No, I mean like f- well, one, it's triggering for me because he'll describe experiences that I've had as as a young black boy, mm. um, 
and things that I just didn't know were still hurting me that I was like, oh, wow, when I think about that experience, mm-hmm. that still hurts me. And, and it's uh, some of the ways that I behave as an adult mm-hmm. are adaptations mm-hmm. from dealing with racism and stigma as a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's challenging. But one of the things that I'm learning is that the anti-black narrative mm-hmm. is very, very old. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back to, you know, 16, 1700s when the Dutch, French, British, Spanish were colonizing um, like 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 uh, as like a primary mode mm-hmm. of like what their country was doing. And so there were a lot of um, reports mm-hmm. from these captains and sailors who wanted recognition mm-hmm. um from their country and from their kings. Mm -hmm. So they would write as if they had experienced these African cultures, you know, Mm. they're mentally retarded. They're, Mm. they're slaves to their, um, you know, the whole thing about like black women being, uh, like temptresses. They're, they're Mm. slaves to their bodily Mm. feelings, Mm -hmm. all this anti-blackness in order to, uh, you know, paint a picture of inferiority, Mm -hmm to really get clearance to then go and colonize or Mm. um when uh that's what slavery (laughs) when when the (laughs) british the french and the dutch Mm. um were picking up the slavery thing Mm. that's how they often justified it is the people who were in the fields Mm. they were writing back to their their bosses saying these these people aren't people so it's okay for us to enslave them so the anti-black narrative literally goes back um, before America was founded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have to ask these questions. Um, I also don't know anything about the writing staff or directing uh, or the producers of uh, Brother Bear, mm-hmm. Princess and the Frog, Heard. Soul. Um, so I don't. I don't know. Um, I think that transformation can be a really interesting way of exploring character dynamics um, and, and a personality because regardless of, well, I don't want to say regardless because culture matters, right? We just, we aren't just people, you know, if you were anywhere, no matter what, if mm-hmm. you looked like, no matter what you looked like or where you were born, you'd be that person. It's like, that's bullshit, mm-hmm. right? If you're, if you're a black person in America, mm-hmm. raised in a black family with mm-hmm. black roots in America, that's different mm-hmm. than if you were raised Chinese in China, right? So, As Dave Chappelle says, everyone in America is racist and everybody in China is Chinese. It's <laughs> <laughs> plain and simple. <laughs> right. So, so, um, so who you are and like how you're thoughts are formed are are based on family and ties mm-hmm. and you know it's like so so we do uh so you can't just say oh this person you know it, it's an interesting way to explore this person's character because now they're an animal when really their character comes from who they are and what they look like your mm-hmm. physiology matters mm-hmm. because people make it matter mm-hmm. um so while i do think it is an it it can be an interesting way to um, tell a story. Um, we do need to interrogate that because if there is a pattern, we need to be aware of it because that's what privilege is. Mm-hmm. That's what bias is. It allows us to continue thinking that the way we're thinking is quote unquote normal or unaffected by the elements around it. When that's not true, most mm-hmm. people can't see, we can't see our privilege because, um, you know, you gotta think of it like a like a like a like a podium or like a step stool. Mm. You're literally standing on it. It is what your entire life is based off of. That's me as a straight person. Mm. That's me as a light skinned black man. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and then we could get into it about white people and you know, like whatever, like whatever your privilege is, because we all have privileges and we all are, are oppressed in a certain way. Um, that's true, right? So, so whatever that is, if you think that what you're making is unaffected by it, you are playing into the trap. Yo, I actually think that what, what you said, because like mom interviewed um, um, somebody recently um, and they were talking about how, because they're, they're, they're a white, a white woman mm-hmm. and they were talking about, but they're super, super woke, right? They're super, super woke. Mom's like friends with them and she's worked with them before and they're just, she's just like, they're on another level. They're okay. like, they're. And so the problem is though, 
is already, you know what I mean? It's already, uh, I know for me, when I see a white person, you know what I mean? I'm thinking like already, there's already a certain standard set up in my mind for them, a certain standard mm. of limited wokeness that I'm expecting uh-huh, already. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, because even then, so me being, you know, also a, a light-skinned black mixed boy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there. I know that there is a lot that I'm missing as well. So when I see a white person, I'm like, well, I'm missing shit. You know what I mean? La <laughs> di fucking da. Um, so anyway, but that can be tough for somebody that is, that, 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 that exceeds those standards, but is always trying to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is like, yes, yes, white people, prove yourselves to me. <laughs> Please do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also understand the pressure behind that myself because I always have to prove myself also. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's a good thing for everyone to have to prove themselves, no matter what color they are. They should have to prove themselves, but it should not be disproportionate. I That's mean, clear. It, I mean, yeah, it's really about like where you're coming and why from. you have to prove yourself. Yeah, and who you're talking to, because as a, as a straight person, mm. uh, I am not upset or confused or surprised by the work that I need to put in if a person in the LGBTQ community says that, that like straight people trigger me. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds fair as fuck. Mm. And uh, if I need to sidestep and not talk to you, then that's fair because we don't exist without a history. Mm. Right. People respond certain ways um, for a reason. I just saw this. Uh, so I'm taking this class right now, this writing class. And uh, I'm watching a fuck ton of pilots, pilot episodes. Mm. And so I watched the um, yo, have you seen Nora from Queens with Aquafina? No. That shit's hilarious. Oh, yeah? Yo, 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 listeners, if you have not seen Nora from Queens with Aquafina, I think yo, what, she, what, What's it on? She wrote or she was a co-writer of Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot. I've, um, I've seen Aquafina in a few things. What uh, if I, I saw her in something that I thought she was really good in? I think in. right now it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? I think it's also, it also might be on ComedyCentral.com. I'm trying to remember. I saw Aquafina in something and she was, she was quite good. I didn't even know that that was, that that was her. Hmm. Yeah. Well, know. Nora from Queens is fucking hilarious. Mm, okay. uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, but what I mean is uh, Insecure, Issa Rae. Insecure is also a bomb-ass show. Mm. And I knew it was. I just hadn't gotten into it because I just prefer fantasy. It's just the realm that I stay oh, yeah. in, you know? And um, yeah, so good fantasy is... Part- and particularly in what form? Do you like live-action fantasy the most? It doesn't or? matter. If it's good, it's good. I do. Oh. I don't care. Well, it okay. doesn't matter. Um, mm. But in in the insecure, oh god, the opening. So what I'm learning about is the opening image and the closing twist. Um. Hmm. So the opening image of Insecure, season one, episode one, is uh, Issa is in this school in the hood. And she works for her friend's nonprofit, um, but she's the only black person. Mm-hmm. So her her woke white or white passing friend founded a nonprofit to help kids in the hood and hired all white people except for Issa. Mm-hmm. So Issa's in this high school classroom talking about like, we got after school this and, and tutoring and, you know, we want to do, you know, whatever y'all need. We want to be there for you. And these kids are just like roasting the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to play it cool. She's playing it cool. Um and then she snaps at the end, um, and this little girl was like, oh, you got a boyfriend? She was like, yeah, been with my boyfriend for five years. And she's like, why you ain't married? She's like, I'm just not. And this little girl was like, my daddy said that uh, we ain't got no more time for, for, for bitter black women. And I was like, oh, that shit felt so disgusting. And then Issa's response was, and actually, black women aren't bitter. We're just tired of being asked to settle for less. Mm. And so this whole, like, all of the ways we perceive people, Mm. like, the construction of it, everything comes from something, right? And that's why now, if, um, when I meet people, especially black people, especially black women, who may maybe have um, a disposition that is... Don't approach me. Mm-hmm. Um, one, 
I check myself because I make weird faces when I'm not paying attention all the time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some of those things get put onto people, especially people of color. Like these behaviors that are human get racialized, mm. right? Which is which is racist, mm. which is another part of the uh, anti-racism thing that I'm, that I'm learning. Mm. When we racialize a behavior, instead of just seeing it as a person doing a behavior, mm. um, then that's where the issue is. Mm -hmm. Uh, so one, I have to check myself of like, maybe they're just thinking about something, mm -hmm. right? But then also, black women in particular have been had like dealing with shit so long. Mm -hmm. Like feminism, when it first started, didn't even get to apply to them because one, they were they were racist. It was for white women, about white women. Mm -hmm. uh, but secondly, because of the uh, like disproportionate, like because of racism, black men couldn't get jobs. Like well-intentioned, educated, and non-educated black men could not get jobs strictly because they were black. So they're homeless. They're on drugs. They're selling drugs. They're in prison because literally people just won't hire black men, mm. right? But everyone's hiring a black woman to take care of their kids, right? To run their errands, to scrub their floors. And so when women were like, we're going to join the workforce because we deserve to work. Black women were like, yeah, join the fucking club. Right. So in terms of liberation, that didn't get to happen for them then. And so all the things that we put like angry black woman, this and chicken head and, and, and thought and all these nasty things that don't like don't apply as much to white people, even if they do the same behavior. It's mm -hmm. the same thing with the selling drugs. You know, black people get higher, uh, longer sentences. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. White girls low how well she could be. She's free. Right. But then, and I don't mean hoes, and just like what people would call them. Yeah. But then, then a black woman is uh, liberated. They call her a hoe. So we have all these disparities in in culture, and so I think um, I definitely check myself because the struggles come from the past. They're they're real. Um, I, I forget what was the thing you asked me that I went down this rabbit hole on, but everything comes from some place. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in terms of behavior. Hey, guys, you know, at the... <laughs> Fuck, I totally... I got caught in the emotion. Hey, man, take a hit of this, take a hit Everything comes from something, man. Like, oh, God damn, bro. Shit, bro. <laughs> damn. Hey, by the way, just like uh, as a, a, a Zach just spit a whole lot, a lot of good stuff that I hope you all are taking in, but just as a little breather, how about these mics? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's right. Zach said, we, we got to liberate. We're, we are oppressed. And Monty, hey, how about these microphones? I'm going to do some crunchy food ASMR on here later. On. <laughs> no, but um, no, man, I'm, I'm actually looking up something right now, trying mm -hmm. to. Oh, I think you were looking at maybe some of the directors or, or look, writers I, I've of got those a, movies. I've got a few tabs open okay, right great, now. Great, great. Yeah. Um, give me one second. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I saw about Soul was uh, not a, maybe it was a it was a critique from a black screenplay editor, and he said uh, I forget his name. Sorry. Otherwise, I, I'd uh, I'd cite you and let everybody go to your YouTube. Our our Millions of listeners would go to your YouTube. Sorry, bro. Um, <laughs> he was talking about one of the reasons why he loved Soul is because uh, Mr. What's-His-Face? I can't even remember the main character's name. Um, but he was black, and he came from blackness. Right, His mom's black, successful business owner. He, he you know, jazz, music, very black. And he, he loved Soul because it celebrated that, but it didn't make it about that, which often it can be about that. Mm. Like all these white people just get to be people in their stories and then they grow and learn and whatever it is. But whenever like Mulan is like, oh, fa Mulan, Chinese, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then it's like Soul, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes they can just... Make a blackity black movie, blackity 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 blackity. Ah, chicken watermelon. You know what I mean? Like, they they can just fucking overdo it sometimes. And and Mulan is based off actual Chinese mythology, so I don't, I don't mean to bash that. But sometimes they just you know when it's about a person of color, it just becomes so fucking ethnic. I got something to, to and, talk about. And that, that too. person can't just be a person and yeah. live the life. It's like a 
Yeah. yeah. And so w- one of the points he was making is that he loved soul because it was obvious he was black. It was obvious he was a part of the culture and it, it, it didn't have to be about that. Mm-hmm. He could just be a person on his own journey. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, but they didn't totally exclude that part of him. No, either, exactly. Which is, which is a good thing. Exactly. Um, so I have some, I have some things here, just some little points. Baby so, girl, lay it over. So, so when you said all these things are like old and all that stuff and, 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 and what drives you crazy is people say, like, oh, can't you just forget about, you know, slavery or whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. On no, that. <laughs> slavery still exists. On that point, though, in terms of talking about, oh, things are so long ago. Black women didn't even get the right to vote until 1965. Voting Rights Act. Right here. I just wanted to verify. Mm-hmm. And how you said well-intentioned black men cannot get jobs, mm-hmm. right? Could not. And probably still can't, right? Not probably. Still can't. <laughs> um. I just wanted to go on the other side of the poll and see, well, what about malintent? Because, like, what, whatever, right? Malin, malintent. Like, who was actively discriminating? No, not just no, not just that. Because yes, well-intentioned black men could not get jobs, while malintentioned white men did. Uh-huh, I looked uh-huh. up all. I looked up a ton of serial killers, ninety percent of which are white, and I'm looking up all their jobs. They all had jobs. Every single fucking one of them had jobs. <laughs> that's a crazy contrast to draw. I just wanted to look Holy at it. Holy shit. I that's just wanted crazy, dude. <laughs> Could you? No, I mean that's great. But that's that's just crazy. I never would have thought to look that up. Holy well, shit. Just, I mean, I mean it doesn't get worse. <laughs> I know a lot of them are ill, but yeah, I mean, it's right? like they're good intentioned. I mean, just Sorry, like, Tyrone. I don't hire niggers. Come here, Ted Bundy. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good, man. Oh, no, no, but like seriously though, yeah. like what was it? Um uh, there's a I, I I can't remember his name and I can't really see him here. The one of uh, John Adam Quincy or John Quincy Adams, mm-hmm. not John, John Quincy, Quincy Adams. Adams, John Wayne Gacy. There you go, John Wayne Gacy. Um, literally was a was a a, a kid's birthday party guy. Uh-huh. People let him into their house and stuff mm-hmm. while he was back at his back back at his whatever place raping raping teenage boys and killing. Oh my god! Them. So I'm just like. You know what's the <laughs> the damn likelihood? Anyway, so that was that was another point. And then also, I looked at the Brother Bear cast, mm-hmm. and very very satisfying here. We got Jeremy Suarez, this black boy, is the main boy. That's what's up. Uh, Rick Moranis, not colored, but an OG. <laughs> as the other yeah, characters. Rick so Moranis is an OG. We can accept we can accept Rick Moranis. Yeah, he's tied. Ma- uh, Michael Clark Duncan, guy oh, from Green oh, Mile. Oh yes, oh yeah. yes. Um. Who apparently is main character? Joaquin Phoenix as another as another main character in there. Is got, he Latinx? Um, because he's white passing, so I actually he's white know. passing. Yeah, he is. He was born in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Okay, okay, he's Puerto Rican. So there you go. Cool, cool. Um, and then Jason Reyes. He looks like a colored man here. He was in Lion King. He's, oh, bummer. He was born in New York. In 1975, and he died in 2004. Mm. Oh, 75 and died in 2004. Holy crap! He was an American actor, so he wasn't. Oh my God, he was in Lion King. He was a. Um, I think he. Whoa! Look at him. He, that's that's Mufasa or Simba or something. He originated, or not originated, but he was in. Oh, something. the role on Broadway. On Broadway, there. So the thing about this is he, he killed himself. Oh. It says it says. Um, I think the uh, the new term is sui- suicided. Yes, Suic- uh, suicide by hanging. Yeah, so suicided. That's, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. So it does seem right. That's uh, like an anti-racist casting, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. But then to go the next step, which is to decolonize, is to have indigenous people doing those voices. Yep, that would have been the next they d- step. They did not do that. They did not do that. I was I was looking for that. I was really hoping that. But then I saw a black kid, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> uh, I'm confused. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, yeah. So, on what you were saying earlier about like when there's like black people or colored people, it's so ethnic. Like, mm-hmm. it's about that, and that can be so irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen anything about the new Batwoman show coming to the CW? Batwoman. That was with uh, the actress Rose. I can't remember. I, it, it's not out yet. It's coming out. Right, right. But I think there was like praise as well as criticism because I guess people didn't like the actress, but they were happy that she was actually gay because I think, yeah, uh, Barbara Gordon is a lesbian. 
Um, oh wait, no, it it is out. Oh, I guess they're just adding. They're adding another character. They're adding like a black person to it. I guess I'm confused now. Oh, oh, I I can't remember. I I thought the actress who said like it was just so much backlash and there was it was hard uh, to to be that role and so she quit or I I uh, I think she did. She might have quit because yeah. Ruby Rose was the original. Ruby there's Rose, Kate Kane, and I guess so. Then there's. Uh, because they're bringing in ja- Javicia Leslie, Javicia Leslie. Right now they're bringing a black woman in to to be the main character. Yes, and that's great and all. However, I saw the poster. Um, for the, dang it, <laughs> show me pictures of her. I saw the poster for for the new like Batwoman mm. for her and her outfit. And I'm very I, very pissed off. I think I saw it too. It looks like a cosplay, right? It looks like a cosplayer. I uh, I don't know I don't know about all that but I do know this I do know I'm going to show it okay. to to you right now break it down to me oh see then they always do us like this what the fuck is her hair doing out like that first off if a black woman was gonna be a superhero with long hair she probably would braid that shit yes up. what the fuck are you talking about like that's terrible that's not so her hair is all out and like this big old ass like afro like. Beautiful hair or whatever, I mean, but it's it, out. It, like it's laid down, it's falling it's, down. It's falling down, but like but it's big. I can, I can, I can pull that and just knee your head. I, I can pull I that, can, set it on fire, set it on fire. Also, I'll recognize your ass anywhere. Like anywhere. Like, like that's not even a good cost. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up right like, now. What are you doing? Or, or when you get home if you're driving, look up the new Batwoman, and and you'll see right now. All right. Uh, it looks whack as hell. I think this it's, is so dumb because. The actual red hair on the Batwoman is a wig. It's like attached to. I mean, it depends on the storyline, mm-hmm. um, but it could be like attached to the helm. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be nice if they would have kept the flowing red hair and then just have it be a wig. And she mm-hmm. takes it off, and she's got hair underneath. Mm-hmm. She's got a skull cap on or something like that. Yeah, I I don't when and then, and then when they replace. Cause she's black, so then you need to change the world around. Like, but they're not gonna. Is is all of a sudden one of her parents is gonna be black, or you know what I mean? Like, there are more consequences. There's just so much. Or maybe it's not that. Maybe they're just adding in. It's just a new. It's just an an like they have to work it around. I guess they're taking a lot of our, our creative liberties here. It's fine, but they're probably. They're probably not going to make it that she's not going to be Kate Kane. It's probably going to be somebody else. Right, 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 right. Okay. Who's taking up the helm of Batwoman? Oh, well, were, were there other women to take it up after Barbara Gordon? I don't know. I don't oh, know. No, no, no. I'm tripping. Barbara Gordon uh, was Batgirl, and then she was Oracle. So that's me tripping. She was not Batwoman. I oh, think. yeah. See, yes. I didn't even know there's a Batwoman. The I original there was a main girl. character, Kate King. You were like, Kate King. I was like, what? So, oh, that's me. That's me. I, I I was tripping. But but you know, I I even think it's stupid if the red hair was coming out. I mean, that's just that's just people. That's just people making women, kind of. You know, like I remember when I when I was watching the Spider Woman, cartoon show. She's like, um, <laughs> like you know, she got her boobs all out and everything. Like uh, like you know, and she's always yeah. That's like, another. Oh my, you know what I mean? I'm just like like that's just like that's a sexist thing right there. So yeah. like. I, for Batwoman, I wouldn't even have no f- red hair out. Like, how come Batman, even though, you know, as, as as Christian Bale portrayed him, he had, you know, his regular black hair, you know, his nice, you know, nice black hair. He was still able to tuck that shit into, you know, whatever his Batman helmet thing. Exactly. To have it hidden exactly. so he doesn't get his hair pulled. Exactly. Um, Yeah, it's got long flowing red hair. Like, uh, girl, you already got a cape. How many more things do you how need many more things? to pull on? More weaknesses. The fuck? Yeah, so yeah. That, that's, uh, I mean, I've, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I don't know if it's even released it that as her being a black Batwoman yet. So I'll, mm-hmm, I'll, I've yet mm-hmm. to see how much more they saturate it with ethnicity. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if if they make the story work, that's cool. For yeah. me, normally, it's because the story is lazy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of laziness, um, and I think that there's a lot of uh, what's it called? Uh, reactive behavior mm-hmm. of like, oh, we'll add this and we'll add that. As if that just makes a story work instead of figuring out, like, how does this character fit into this story? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, that's always the challenge. Yeah. I had another I had another point. Give me some give me a second. One, 
<laughs> Dude. Remember when Jeremy said, sudden urge to deep throat this boom mic. <laughs> Jeremy, I just had the sudden urge to deep throat this boom mic. Just had a microphone in front of him. Just hanging in front of him. Is that the first episode? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think yeah. that was. It was in front of him. That was, I, I laughed speaking at that of, for days. Yeah. Speaking of Batman, if you haven't, um, you can go to, I think it's uh, Playing Pretend Entertainment. You can look up Redneck Batman. On YouTube, episodes one through three will be there, um, and that's a, that's a good laugh. It's some silly stuff that we made as we were trying to figure out how to make TV and movies. Okay, all right. So here's here's uh, another point that's like leading on um, that's attaching itself to what we've been talking about racism and sexism, essentially in okay. in entertainment and all mm-hmm. that. Um, and this could, this in itself could be a whole episode. So we could, you know, if, if we find something more, we could, you know, we'll get a part two, part two, um, el part dos, el, el, el parte dos, <laughs> el pardo dos. Um, <laughs> uh, sounds like a, like a fat guy's name, pardo. <laughs> <laughs> Go get fucking pardo over here, hey. fucking fat ass. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you've seen it. I, um, there, I, I've been. I don't know why on my YouTube I've been getting so many like recommended for like Italian skits. Like they're not Italian people, but it's jokes on like Italian. Like <laughs> uh, when your girlfriend has Italian brothers. Hey, oh. come over. Was that fucking Ryan the leader? I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. There's but I've just been one seeing where it's these. Like uh, when you find out you're six percent Italian. Or like yeah, like hey, don't worry about it. There's, there's blood in your cloth. Hey, don't worry about it. There's like so <laughs> many, so many things like that. And all I can think about is that Family Guy episode. By the way, if you don't watch Family Guy, you should you should watch it. That's a plug for Family Guy. <laughs> Three hundred fucking million dollars show I'm plugging right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like when Chris, where's Farley, our ad revenue? Where's our ad? Yo, he's <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. No, but like when Chris finds out he's uh, or he goes to the Italian school, ma ma, he starts oiling all his cars and stuff. Just good shit, good shit. Italians are funny. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, just blanket statement Italian as a whole people are pretty funny uh, yeah you know good good food funny 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 humor Um, but speaking of funny right um, female comedians um, I (laughs) (laughs) just the way you sound like what the fuck what kind of transition is that female comedians Ben Shapiro mother donut motherfucker Um, no so I um, mom recently showed me this Prime Video special. Um, I it's called Dear Yearly Departed. Okay. Uh, on Prime Video. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and check it out. I think it's free. It's a Prime Video original, and it's uh this all these female comedians came together, um, and made this 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 special when they're 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 joking on 2020 and they're 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 basically saying farewell to it like it's a funeral for 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good good premise, right? But I, and as much as mom, as much as mom was like laughing and everything like that, I just, I, I did not find it funny at mm. all. Mm. Um, I saw that it had, you know, there's comedic aspects of it and I could acknowledge that this is funny to someone, but it wasn't funny to me at all. And, and mind you, majority of these people that came up were, were, were black women mm. too. So I, so even if I didn't have, cause I know a, a large part of why. It could be hard for a man sometimes to find a female comedian funny is because a lot of the jokes can be about being a woman. And so if you can't relate to that, then it's like, okay. Um, but then I think, well, there are a ton of male comedians and it's not just guys that find them funny. Mm-hmm. So like what's going on here? And I, I talked about it with mom and she said, well, it's because so much of the, especially white male culture is broadcasted publicly. Oh yeah. Right. So it's like everywhere. So if you're a black woman, uh, then you're probably going to understand the white male culture. If you're a, a Filipino woman, you're probably going to understand the white male culture. Right. Um, but if you're a white guy or even me, you know what I mean? A mixed, a mixed straight guy. Am I going to get, you know, this black woman's humor? And I think I would cause she's black. Mm-hmm. So we have that going for us. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was wondering what, what do you think about like, like, um, oh yeah, and the reason why I this I've been thinking about this so long is before we watched it, mom was like, "All right, I'm gonna put this on for you, and if you don't laugh, yeah, you're sexist." <laughs> and she, was just, she was just making a joke, but I I mean I was kind of like, "Oh fuck, like oh, I better laugh then because like I I don't I mean I don't think I'm sexist. I was raised by you know single mom. Obviously, I'm brainwashed to a certain extent, like everybody else. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, but probably the most watered down version of that brainwashing because of the way that we were brought up. You know what I mean? Uh, I was, I, I mean, I, I have a dad, obvious, I mean, not obviously, but like, he's not like dead or anything. I have a dad, but he wasn't like in my life every day. So there wasn't any aspect of like that. He's dead to me. He's, he's dead to me. No, no, you're not dead to me. But, um, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, how do you feel? Like, do you watch female comedians? Do you find them funny? You know what I mean? I don't mean to sound. I don't mean to sound like that. I don't mm-hmm. mean. Obviously, they're funny, but do you find them funny? Yeah, that's what I mean. To I say. mean, I think it's a, it's kind of a weird question to ask, right? But again, like nothing happens on its own. Mm-hmm. I think one of the traps is thinking that you're not sexist. That's true because you are because yeah. I am. Like I said, I'm brainwashed. Yeah, because yeah. because the the what the word the main narrative of America is the straight white property owning man mm. right um so gotta check ourselves and don't get me wrong i know that the reason i don't find them funny is because i'm sexist that's oh, okay. what i'm saying okay okay i know it's like not someone so am i sexist or are they just not funny that's not the question i'm asking <laughs> that's not <laughs> okay. what i'm asking okay. thank you okay good, what, good clarification <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the my, my point was uh because that's what i have to do that, that that's what oh, i do no no yeah and yeah, yeah. for me I think it's very interesting because those comedians are also in the same boat, right? Of like fighting to get their perspective heard. Um, So for me, I think I find the more in general, the more quirky, the comedian, the more, uh, I think quirky is the wrong word. Uh, I think specific. And uh, yeah, I love specific. Any specificity. Yeah, yeah, and and personal. So I think that there is a trap for female comedians, is because it's such a male-dominated field mm. that, and this happens in any field, any field where there, especially in dance too, right, mm. where there is a specific aesthetic mm. that gets the all the attention. Mm. Even if that's not what you do, mm. if you want to be successful in that field, you at least give that a shot. Because that sort of seems to be the pathway to success and what people gravitate to or understand. Um, For me, I think those comedians are the least funny. Um, And because I'm fighting my brainwashing, that mostly happens when I watch women. Um, It mostly happens when I watch big name people who are trying to do a commercial thing because when I watch smaller shows, even through Comedy Central still online, but like on YouTube as opposed to like on the like cable TV, mm-hmm. they're fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. They talk about like all of their personal experiences and when it, when it's them talking about their own experience because that's what matters to them, mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Yeah, but when th- I, but when I see people, let me. I'll just wrap this up. No, yeah, go ahead. When I see people, women, trying to imitate men, the style at least and the energy, um, of that like sort of classic male comedian, mm. that's when it's not funny. Um, that's Cause, why because cause they'll never be equal to men. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> to me, that's why Amy Schumer is not funny. Yo, oh my god, and and that's not me, like hating on. I mean, I'm sure because we just—I just admitted that I'm impressive. Brainwashed. I mean, yes. There's a little bit of that. You don't even but have to. Admit. I know. I've watched it. Well, I've watched her a couple different times, mm-hmm. asking, and to me, she's not funny. And to me, that's not a sexist thing because I watch so many female comedians, especially online, mm-hmm. that are hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're hilarious. Um, but you know, to me, so you gotta—I gotta ask myself, like, are they a good comedian? Right, because the whole umbrella is. I'm sorry. Are they even your style of I'm, humor? Also, yes, but yeah. the whole umbrella is. Am I sexist? Mm. Right, of course. Yes. So everything comes in after that, and then I go: Is this person trying too hard? Mm. Do they have material that came from their own experiences, or did they make something that they thought people were gonna think is funny? Mm. And for me, that's why like vagina jokes from Amy Schumer are not funny. She's it's not funny to me. When I, I I don't I don't I don't really understand vagina jokes all the time. I mean like when I when I see them, I might not hear them, see them. When I see <laughs> vagina jokes, when I see vagina, when I see that, that when I see that, that makes sense to me. When I see that vagina joke, the joke of a vagina. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Um, 
<laughs> could you imagine? I, I don't know just, what I'm telling you. Just, to that, just that line. <laughs> could, could you imagine? <laughs> could you? I'm saying that all day today. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, no, you just talked about a, a crime scene. I, I, I can't imagine. I, but, but could you, though? You said he was beheaded. I don't want to imagine this. <laughs> just imagine. Drawed and quartered? <laughs> Holy fuck. No, no. Um, no, but yeah, I totally I, I, I agree with that. I don't really think Amy Schumer's funny either, and for a similar reason. Same thing like with like Kevin Hart. I think he's a funny actor, but like when I watch his stand-up, I'm like, you're just a little too vague. His first three stand-ups, uh-huh. oh my God, f- I, I used to fall out laughing them. Really? Yeah, but it's the same thing. You see the same thing with Kevin Hart when he gets rich uh, and talks about things that no one else relates to, or when he talks about hella vague shit, like his most recent uh, comedy special in his house. Mm. It wasn't that funny to me. I mean, I give him props. We can talk about that special later. That's mm. a whole topic of discussion. But... um. For me, like I just don't like it too much when they be like, "Ladies, do this, fellas, when you do this," yeah, yeah. and they just talk about things generally. Like, like uh, that's just I not funny to me, bro. Like, yeah. talk about your life. Yeah, you. Because we yeah. just talk about like his daughter or his wife or his son. That's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. Oh, yes. So I just wanted to throw in that bit about Kevin Hart, but just like dialing back a little bit. Like the I I have. I mean, it's not just like a a broad thing. Like. I've never found a female comedian funny. Like there are, um, this is the interesting thing. Like um, the female, I, I, the female comedians I have found funny. Um, there was one that was a, a cisgender white woman, mm-hmm. mother, and that was the, and I found her really funny. But that was the only one that I that I, a cisgender white woman that I have found funny. I, 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 most mm. importantly, cisgender woman that I have found funny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The other women that I found, the other women that I found funny were uh gay mm-hmm. so i mean obviously i can see myself send them because they like women and they're and 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 then they're oh it's a little bit closer in the perspective closer in perspective and so that's kind of what some of their comedy is about too like you know the trial and error of being in love with women so uh-huh. that's like okay funny right um but on that same vein though i find i i've seen many in gay mi- in in that in on, in on at that same vein. Sorry, I I've, fucked you I've, up. I've found many gay guys hilarious. Uh-huh. Also, right. Also, and I'm not gay, but I mean, they, and a lot of their jokes are about um, being gay. Yeah, but you know, they're just so damn funny. I'm kidding. <laughs> those <laughs> gays are those, so those funny. gays are hilarious. Um, but also, and this is the most interesting thing. Um, I think one of the funniest female comedians I've ever seen was Brazilian, and she was speaking. Whatever language they speak in Brazil, Portuguese. Uh, yeah, and um, so it's all subtitles. Subtitles. But she was hilarious, mm. and that might have been because she's not fighting with this whole um American woman thing. Like uh-huh. there's sexism everywhere, right? Oh, but that's for sure. but let's acknowledge that it's pretty damn bad in, in America. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, uh, it's probably a little different everywhere. Probably a little different. Are different. Probably, yeah. I know it's worse in some places, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Obviously, because you know, religion places. and all that stuff. But I don't know. It 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 depends on the month. Hmm. Because and like type the, the types of clips that get released, mm. because sometimes quirky white girls will be hilarious mm. all of Feb- February, mm. and then March through May, it's gay women and and black dudes, or mm. you know what I mean. Like, I think comedians are funnier the more they are themselves, mm-hmm. and I think that there is something about this standard of straight white men. Uh, in everything, but in com- in comedy, mm. that probably makes our perception and understanding skewed, and so it's like what? Because there are times where a comedian, um, a woman, is like killing it. The mm. audience is like shit in their pants, mm. and I have a dead face the whole time. Mm-hmm. And right, and so for me, I was like, well, then it must not be them. I must. Just not be. I just it's must not, not get this material. Not your style, and that doesn't make them bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, think and just my, my my ending point. Um, you know, comedy is supposed to be like, like for for watching it. Mm. It's just supposed. To, you're not supposed to have to try. You know what I mean? You're just supposed to sit there and be able to laugh. In my opinion, for me, when I watch something that's supposed to be funny, mm. when I want to laugh, I don't want to have to. I mean, I like smart, I like like dry jokes and stuff like that. Like not that, not that kind of thinking. I was like, what? Is but in terms of like different kinds of comedy. No, not that. Like yeah, like you know that kind of comedy. Yes, you do think about, but that that it still doesn't take you all day or all night or have to 
make you have to try and adjust your whole perspective on life in order to think that it's oh, funny. Okay, right, I okay. just mean like you want to see yourself in it. Mom doesn't mm. like watching stuff with a whole lot of white people in them because she can't see herself in the story. Right. Okay. So if I can't see myself in the comedy, then okay, it's just not my style. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yes, acknowledge that my perspective is skewed by my by sexism, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sexist. But like, I acknowledge and. that. And, and, and I acknowledge that. And I just don't see myself in that in those situ in and like the jokes that they make. I just don't see myself in that because yes, I'm sexist, but I'm also like not saying you have to be a woman to get it. But I'm just saying like so much of that, I'm just I'm missing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I think it's the um, like I wouldn't blame anybody if they didn't watch like a, a a black guy comedian or a white guy comedian if they did if they didn't if they didn't get that you know if they just couldn't Here, see themselves. Here's in the it. thing about mm. anti-racism mm. to say that those jerks those jerks <laughs> to say that those jokes weren't funny to you mm. is fine yeah exactly to say that that comedian isn't funny because they're a woman or because they're black mm. is racist and or, or, and, sexist. or is sexist mm. so there's the thing right mm. if somebody if a black dude is a gangbanger then then that black guy is a gangbanger, right? But he's not a gangbanger because he's black. No. Right? Mm. Women aren't... If, if a female comedian isn't funny, it isn't strictly because she's a woman. Mm. It's because either you don't get the material it's I don't or get their material's whack. And that's what I'm getting Because at. that also happens all the time. Of like, yeah. the, the quality of your joke is shit sometimes. Mm. So it's not funny. And that and that's and that's why I've where I've tried to think about it like unless they're killing it with like the audience and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean I can't just go out and say all these hundreds of people are whack in the audience. Right. So uh, I just I'm not I just don't I just don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get it. I think asking the question is never wrong. Mm. Especially especially to yourself. Mm. It is never uh I think ill ill conceived to question your own state of mind and your own way of processing because nothing comes out of nothing, right? Everything comes from something, including the way that we think. I think a lot of people have, have rethought um, the way that they feel about this podcast. I mean, I episode. think our podcast has probably changed the U.S. and the world better. The economy than, the most. Yeah, than Joe Biden you know, becoming president. Yeah. Like, it's like we are really groundbreaking. Yeah. And so the ground beneath us mm. is, is breaking. It's shattering. Yeah. When we fall, it hurts it's the ground. Disapparating. Dis- yeah. Whatever that. Disapparating? <laughs> Dis- <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna make a junkyard dictionary for y'all. Yes, we didn't get to the good, the bad, and the ugly. We did. We as, got. We got. As very like. Oh, like, oh, very, very like uh, bookmarked. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. think we 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 uh, surfed our way through. So thanks we, for coming we, with we, the material. We did today, bad man. and ugly this episode. Yes, we did. And the good is you guys. The good is the good the, is the listeners. The listeners. I mean, I think the episode, good right? is also like the process itself of mm. digging into these things Definitely. is important mm. because you know I, I, I like one of the staples of all of my work is. Like, just asking the question is enough to move me forward. Yeah. I don't always need a concrete answer. We started with talking about Disney, and we right. got all the way to comedians. Right, This right. is just how things work, yeah. you know, so. All right. Yeah, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Go ahead and uh, follow this podcast, like it, and share it with your friends. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.